Welcome to Time to Talk, the art of communication, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. Hi, and let's talk today about gestures. How do you gesture? Why are they important? Well, let's talk about that, coming up right now. Imagine watching a speaker who is standing in front of you with their arms by their side, almost clasped as though they're locked to their body. And they're speaking to you for perhaps quite a considerable period. How enthused would you be to watch such a speaker? Well, probably not. And the chances are neither is that speaker enthused either. Maybe it's because they're petrified and they're nervous and they're new to public speaking. But if someone is so solid in their appearance, it's hardly any wonder that they'd probably be boring. Gestures really do give life to a talk. And that's gestures in the way that you move your arms and your hands, even a finger, uh, that can stimulate what you say. It can enhance what you say. It can drive home a point. Now let's just talk about gestures with regards to your hands and arms first of all. And we're really talking about movements that can either be descriptive or emphatic. So, for example, a descriptive gesture, you might be describing something that's quite high, in which case you might raise one arm upwards to indicate a period of space between the floor and your arm there. Maybe it's width, the same would apply, two arms spread out. You might draw a circle to show something circular just by moving your arm in a circular motion. That's a descriptive gesture. Then we get things like emphasis, emphatic gestures. You might want to say, no way, in which case you might take your hand and just move it from left to right in a plain direction, left to right. No, as you say, as you swipe your arm from left to right, or whichever direction you'd like to go. That would be emphasis. So descriptive gestures, emphatic gestures. Now, for many of us, when we're not public speaking, we tend to gesture naturally. And when we're on a platform or a stage, we may end up being a little nervous and stop doing it naturally. So a speaker has to learn how to gesture really, to think in terms of what they're going to say, how they're going to say it, and what they're going to do to describe it with regards to gestures. Now, of course, we don't want gestures to look false, that we stand with our arms clasped by our side, two minutes later, we need to gesture. And therefore, like a robot, our arms move upwards and we do something with them. Uh, that wouldn't be good. They've got to look natural. Not over the top, not too little, not too many, but just look natural. And it takes practice. Also, we have to keep in mind that when we gesture, it depends on the size of our audience. Why do I say that? Well, if you're in a big auditorium whereby people are oh, hundreds of feet away from you and you're just a little stick figure, on the stage somewhere ahead of them. You may have to use larger movements than if you're in a 
a place where there's only five or six people that you're speaking to and, and they're very close. So you wouldn't need to move your arms around in such a dramatic fashion. Smaller movements will do. And also if you're on camera and it's just you and the camera, then definitely only small movements are required. Anything else, it makes you look like a windmill, honestly. You just want to be able to gesture very, very gently if you're in front of a camera. So that's our sort of arm movements. We've also got to take into account our face, facial gestures. Uh, there's an appropriate time to smile or laugh. Uh, there's an appropriate time to frown. And if you get them the wrong way round, that can spell disaster. So do think in terms of loosening up your facial muscles so that as you speak, you can give a little smile where appropriate. A little wink maybe on another occasion. All kinds of gestures we can make with our face that perhaps we don't think about because again, generally speaking, we do them naturally. But in front of an audience, that's a different skill and one that we need to practice. So perhaps film yourself and then play it back to see how you're doing with regard to your facial gestures and your arm movements, etc. Now, I do notice that some speakers like to walk about the stage. Nothing wrong with that, as long as it doesn't become repetitive. Now, I have seen speakers who walk from one side of the stage to the other and back again, turn and back again, and it's a constant movement. And it's become a habit. Reminds me somewhat of an animal in a zoo that's caged and out of boredom. It's just going from one side to the other. Don't allow that to happen. Be very careful with your movements. Plan them out. Some of the best speakers I've seen move little, sometimes move a fair distance, but not that often. It's more gentle, maybe just a little step to one side, a step to another, but nothing becoming a habit that you know that they're going to follow this particular pattern. So that's some ideas on gestures. So don't let's forget, we've got gestures that are descriptive. We have gestures that are emphatic to emphasize a point, a yes, a no, a maybe, a little shake of the hand. All of those things are emphasis, or we can do the big gestures for huge widths or heights. We can do maybe just a little gap between our th finger and thumb that says just a small amount. And as long as people can see that and recognize it, it emphasizes what you're going to say. So the face as well, very important. We need to smile where appropriate. We may need to frown where appropriate, to look serious where appropriate, to squint or to open your eyes. These are all things you can do with your face. So thanks for listening. I hope you found this helpful on gestures. As always, get in touch with any ideas or questions that you have on presentations or public speaking skills, and I'd be delighted to answer them for you.